0: Join me right now on Kumite TV. Back on the show is UFC welterweight contender, Vicente Luque. What's going on, man?
1: What's up, man?
0: All good. You signed a new UFC contract. Could you give us some details on that?
1: Yeah, so I got a new deal. That's four more fights. And that's, you know, uh, for me, it's recognition of the work I've been doing. I see that the UFC is enjoying it and plans on keeping me on the roster for some more time. And the first fight is going to be this one with Thompson is a fight that I asked for after my last one and I couldn't ask for more. I'm really excited and really pumped.
0: Was the Mike Perry fight the last fight on your previous contract or did you have some fights left?
1: No, I still had some fights left, but they you know my manager got to talk to them and got to get a new deal so that's always good.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely, you know, the money is always good, right? Yeah. Of course, man. Well, let's get into your last fight, UFC Uruguay, you know, after watching that fight again, you know, there was a lot of people that felt that Mike Perry won that fight. Very, very tight fight. Do you feel the fight was a close fight against Mike Perry? Do you believe that it was a split decision?
1: You know, uh it's a tough decision because at the moment as soon as the fight was done, I was sure I got all the three rounds. That's what went through my mind because When I was in there, you know, he hit me with some shots, but I felt like I blocked most of them. So I didn't feel really in danger. And I knew I was causing, you know, damage on him since the first round. So right after the fight, that was what I thought. And I got the split decision. I was kind of surprised Then I watched the fight again. And I do think it was much closer than I had anticipated So once I watch it on tape, you know, especially the first round, he's really aggressive. He really comes forward. So, you know, uh, sometimes even if he hits my block, it's not so easy to see. So I think the fight was closer than I had expected. And I get it, you know, that some people thought he won. And I respect that. I think, I mean, everybody has different opinions. I still believe I won. I think I got rounds two and three. But it was a great fight, fight of the night, and it was a close one. You know, Perry has his props. He's a tough guy. He took all that I brought. Even after that knee, you know, he kept on pushing, kept on trying, you know, to do something. So, mad respect for him.
0: Yeah, going back to that knee, the flying knee, it landed probably the most significant strike in the whole fight. Did you feel his nose break?
1: No, I I knew that the knee landed, but I didn't know where it landed. And the way he reacted, I thought it was nothing because I knew the knee hit hard. But he just shot for a takedown. And I was like, okay, he felt nothing. Let me try to submit him. So at the same time he was taking me down, I I jumped for the guillotine. And once I was in the guillotine and I was choking, uh, Gilbert was in my corner and he was saying he's bleeding a lot. And that's when I started thinking, oh, maybe I, you know, I, I hurt him with that. So I kept on squeezing. He took it. That was, it wasn't 100% in, but it was like 80% in. So it was, it would submit many guys. And he took it well. And, you know, uh, I tried to get that finished. I didn't get it, but I got the win.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, speaking of Gilbert, he fought earlier that night on two weeks notice. Got a big win, you know, beat an undefeated guy that was coming up in the division. He took another fight a little bit later on two weeks notice again. It, incredible what he has done in the last couple months now he's ranked 15 in the di- welterweight division did you you know what do you have to say about that you know a close friend of yours
1: man I'm, I'm super excited for that you know and that's something he always thought about moving up to to 170 i trained with him a lot so i always let him know that man he has this power to fight at 170 you know he was always concerned maybe he wasn't tall enough but there are many guys that are even shorter than him and have success in this division. So eventually, you know, the weight cut was he, he had a bad like it was a tough weight cut. He could make it. He was professional about it when he made 155, but it was, was tough on his body. And, you know, uh, that takes a tool on you, especially after you retire. It's going to have consequences. So he decided to go 170 and clearly it was the best move for him. Now he's really powerful inside the fights. he's able to be explosive and I think he's both fights were great. He beat, beat the undefeated uh, Russian guy and now beat uh, Gunnar Nelson who is a tough tough opponent. I think he's showing that he's he's definitely a contender and now we both of us are gonna come you know strong in this division.
0: Does't it make it much more fun to have somebody that's so close to you that trains with you to climb the ranks together?
1: It definitely does. I mean since since The Ultimate Fighter back when I was me and Kamaru on the house and now at this moment I'm in Florida training, I've trained with Kamaru and I train with Gilbert. It's always nice, you know, to have these guys that, you know, are there, are in my division. I know the kind of level of competition that they have and I'm training with them. So we just know that we're making each other tougher and ready to go to the next level. And to see them succeed at the same time I'm succeeding is always, you know, great.
0: You wanted Steven Thompson after your last fight. You got Steven Thompson for this upcoming fight at UFC 244. There hasn't been much time in between fights. How important is it for you to ride that momentum? Because right now you're on a six-fight winning streak.
1: Yeah, I think uh, my plan has always been to keep myself active and healthy, I think that you know some guys are able to talk their way up, and I'm not that kind of guy. And nothing against the guys that talk their way up, but I'm the guy that is, is going to put the hard work. So I thought in my mind, I have to fight more than these other guys. I have to keep myself active and keep people watching me. You know, keep people excited because I'm not the guy that is going to go disrespect anybody. So at least I'm going to make it fun. You know, one get people interest in my in my fighting style so that's why I've been you know getting so many fights and making sure that I'm gonna be ready for every single one of them and it's not gonna be different for Thompson you know I knew that it was a a short time frame I wanted December but when they said it was November and he wanted Madison Square Garden I already figured that maybe that was gonna be a possibility so I knew that I was gonna be ready for that uh, time frame and Uh, You know, I feel 100% ready to take this fight. Camp has been going super well. And having so many fights in a short period of time, I think gives me more rhythm inside the octagon. Maybe that can be an advantage in the fight.
0: You go from uh, an in-your-face brawler like Mike Perry to a more technical, rangy striker in Steven Thompson. Is this an opportunity for you to kind of show a different side of your striking?
1: Definitely. Uh, I think it's more of a technical fight, you know, Uh, Thompson has, you know, great karate and kickboxing background. I'm a kickboxer Muay Thai style myself, so I think it's going to be a really technical fight. You know, a lot of movement, a lot of, you know, trying to set uh, set each other up for that big shot. I know that he's going to try to, you know, set me up for his big shots, and I'm going to do the same thing. I'm a guy... When, you want, when the guy wants to brawl against me, I'll brawl against him. But if it's going to be a technical, technical fight, I'll make it technical as well. And I, I like these different kind of fights, these challenges. You know, I think this is a big challenge for myself. And it, it just makes me more excited to train and to, you know, be really, really ready for this.
0: Has it been more fun? game planning for Stephen Thompson? Like you said, it's going to be more technical. You know, you and Henry Hooper have probably been working together, and he has a massive background in kickboxing. Is it been more fun getting ready for this guy?
1: It, it, I think every single fight is funner than the last, you know. And a guy like Thompson that has fought two times for the title and has fought, you know, the, the toughest guys in the division, it, it is more fun, obviously. You know, I've watched him much before I even – about being in the top 15 I used to watch him just because I enjoyed his style I wanted to see what he was gonna do so now to be able to fight him it's it's super exciting and I've watched a lot of tape on him not only before but now for this fight I've been watching a lot of tape on him and it's just fun, you know and I learned a lot from him as well so it's, it's gonna be a cool fight
0: do you feel Thompson is more dangerous than Perry
1: I think different You know, uh, I think Perry was dangerous in the sense that if I did not take care every single moment, he could catch me with a big shot because he has a lot of power on his hands. Thompson is the kind of guy that is really tricky. So I got to be very, very technical. It's that technical fight, you know, every single time, making sure my my footwork is good, making sure my guard is good, feinting and and all of this – so it's going to be, you know, it, it's a different kind of dangers, but I think uh, both of them are really dangerous. And Thompson is, is he's a killer. I mean, he's showed in the octagon, knocking a lot of guys out. And it is what it is. I mean, we're, we're both knockout artists, and we're going to try to knock each other out in there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, like you mentioned earlier you are back in Florida getting ready. You know, how much time did you spend in Brazil at Sorato MMA before you headed out to uh, Hard Knocks?
1: Yeah so I believe I had about 8 or 10 weeks for this camp. Uh I had my previous 6 to 4 weeks in Brazil and then the last 4 weeks, I've been two weeks here in Florida. So two weeks plus the other two weeks going to be 4 weeks total in Florida for this camp. And I I just feel like, you know, this back and forth uh, is always better for me. I'm never in my comfort zone. So I'm back in Brazil training with the guys. Once I get used to those guys, I come here to Florida, and then I get a whole different, you know, uh, range of guys with different movements, with different body types. So I always like to change it up and just get new, new, you know, energy and new mentality. And my coaches are always talking to each other. Daniel in Brazil talks to Henry, and then Henry talks to him, and they always know. What I need to do, you know, maybe I got to work on my wrestling or work on my striking or, you know, focus on something else. So I really trust whenever I'm I'm here or in Brazil, I trust that my camp is going to be, you know, always perfect.
0: At Hard Knocks, is there any particular training partner that they have there, a fighter that they have there that you've been working with to kind of get ready for Thompson?
1: Yeah, I've been working a lot with, you know, uh, I work a lot with Jason Jackson. He's a long guy that I like to work with a lot. Whenever we're wrestling, I work with with Kamaru and Logan. And a guy that has been helping me a lot, especially with the kicks and with the movement, is Adam Borics. He fights in Bellator, and he's, man, he's a, a really good fighter. And he's been, you know, he's, uh, we call him, we were joking around, he's the Hungarian Wonderboy. Because yeah. he's doing it, so you know everybody here's helping me out a lot.
0: Yeah, he's pretty pretty dynamic striker. He's uh he's been killing it over there at Bellator.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Now in the main event of 244, the BMF title is up for grabs. You know you got Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. What is your breakdown of that fight?
1: That's a great fight, man. And it's two guys that I've always enjoyed enjoyed watching a lot and two guys that I would love to fight at the same time. I believe at this moment how things have been going, I think the momentum is for Masvidal. He has had more fights and great results on his last fights. I think Nate is always a dangerous guy, and if you get into that, you know, uh, brawl and long-distance fight, I think he's going to take an advantage. So I think the key is going to be for Masvidal to get in there, get in his face and try to knock him out in the first two Maybe three rounds, but once it gets to that third, fourth, and fifth, I see it coming more for Nate. Nate likes his long fights, and he knows how to fight through adversity. It's always a tough fight. I I would say Masvidal has a little bit of an edge, but at the same time, you never know. Uh, Nate's a dangerous guy. Do you
0: think Masvidal knocks him out in the early rounds? Is that more of a chance for a finish?
1: Yeah, because of the last fight, you know, because of Nate against Pettis' fight, I think in the first round, he was still a bit off. He didn't have that timing. So if he does repeat that on on the fight with Masvidal, maybe Masvidal has a chance in the first round or first and second round to get uh, a good shot in. And Masvidal is a quick starter. You saw that with with Ben Aspen. He's not the kind of guy that's going to hold back. If he sees an opportunity, he will go for it. It doesn't matter if it's one minute into the fight. So I think that's going to be key in the fight. If he finds an opening early and Nate still, you know, in that slow pace, he might catch him.
0: Would you ever consider fighting the winner and challenging for that title, the BMF title? Because I think you're one of the guys, right? You don't have to talk shit to be a BMF, right?
1: Definitely. I I mean, I think that title is much more about what you do in the cage Mm -hmm. because, you know, both uh, Nate and Masvidal, They are guys that, yeah, definitely speak up and and speak their mind. But inside the cage, they are bad motherfuckers, as the Mm -hmm. title says. And I believe I'm a bad motherfucker inside the cage, you know. Outside, I'm a nice guy. But in there, I'm I'm there for business. So I would definitely fight the winner of that fight. I would enjoy that. But right now, focusing on Mm -hmm. Thompson, get that win. and, And after that, I'll see what comes for me.
0: Now, in early December, you know, your teammate, who is the champion... A UFC 245 is going to face Colby Covington. You know, they're finally going to fight. How do you see that fight playing out?
1: Man, that's a fight I've been waiting to watch. And, you know, it's it's the kind of fight I see both of the guys really similar. Colby uh, has a similar style to Kamaru when you, you look at it just in a raw way of looking. I mean, both are wrestlers. Both have, like, uh, some kind of striking. And both have good cardio. But if you go to every single area, I believe Kamaru is the better wrestler. I believe Kamaru has the better endurance, especially strength-wise. He can keep his strength through all the five rounds. And in striking, Kamaru is definitely the more technical striker, and he has a lot of power on his shots. So I think, you know, I I don't see a way for Kobe to... uh, take a win over Kamaru I just think Kamaru is the better more rounded fighter and is going to put on the pressure on Kobe and I, I think it's going to be maybe you know maybe a three to five round it might be a a, a points fight but I believe Kamaru is going to get that win being on points or by way of finish
0: you guys are on the collision course it seems like you know you and Kamaru you know have you guys talked about that in while you guys have been training or just been around each other about fighting each other in the future because it could happen, right? It could be a possibility
1: Yeah, it, it's we have talked about it and We both have kind of the same mentality because we train together We want to help each other to get all the way to the top But once we are at the top, I mean there is no way to avoid that if, if we're fighting for the title Man, both of us are going to be making a lot of money and we're going to be having, you know, we're going to fight for the best position in the world, that is being a champion. So in that case, we would fight each other and we're professional about it. It's not going to, I mean, in my side, it would never uh, diminish the friendship I have with him. You know, it's going to be an honor to fight him and. If it happens, I wish it happens because I want him to keep the title till I get there. You know, he's my friend. I want him to defend his title as much as he can. And when I get there and we'll fight and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, it's an incredible story because you mentioned earlier in the interview that you and him were in the Ultimate Fighter House together in the beginning. And then you guys meet in the end for the title, which is insane to me, like how that could work out together from the same team, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. That, That would be a crazy story.
0: All right. One last thing before I let you go, you know, there's many different types of competitors in mixed martial arts. You know, at this point in your career, do you consider yourself more of a a martial artist or a prize fighter?
1: I consider myself a martial artist, especially not only now, but since the beginning. The reason I started fighting in Brazil, like fighting MMA is not something that you can make a living off until you get to the UFC. So, really, you get no money to fight there. They, they barely pay fighters to fight. So, we fight for love. We fight for, you know, really enjoying martial arts and, and wanting to be an MMA fighter. So, that's what I started, and that's what I, I, I'm i still to this day. And I just want to be the best fighter I can be. And naturally, I mean, I, I believe the best fighters and the champions will make money with that, and they will get the prize. So, that that comes together. So I, my my mind is not focused on the prize, but on my legacy and on being the best fighter I can be.
0: All right, man. Well, November second, you continue your legacy. UFC 244, Madison Square Garden, New York, New York. Thank you, Vicente, for the time and uh, good luck on the fight and you know the rest of the the year.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate it.